This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A curveball! Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Brewers on Tap. And, boy, the crew, red hot right now. Winners of 17 out of their last 21, 9 of their last 10. Also winners of 9 of their last 10 at home. The 17-4 mark since May 22nd is the best mark in Major League Baseball. By the way, all-star voting is in full swing, and here's where the Brewers stand. Brewers in the top 10 and top 20 for outfielders. Omar Narvaez is currently 8th amongst National League catchers. He has 61,453 votes. Shortstop Willie Adamas, also 8th amongst NL shortstops with 45,000-plus votes. Colton Wong is ninth amongst second baseman with 78,000-plus votes. Travis Shaw sitting at 10th amongst third baseman with 28,000-plus votes. And Christian Yelich, even though he has only played about half the season, he is 11th with 120,000-plus votes for the Brewers. So get out there, vote as many times as you can, I think up to five times daily for these players. Try to get one of these guys or many of these guys into the All-Star game. Narvaez ranks, by the way, among the top three in the major leagues from the catcher position at batting average, tied for first with a 333 batting average. On base percentage, uh, he has the second best on base percentage at 418, second best slugging percentage at 530, and the third best OPS at 949. He is worthy of an All-Star game bid. Tim Lopes, by the way, made his Brewers debut this weekend. He became the 45th player used this year. That's tied for the second most in Major League Baseball. Only Seattle has used more. And we had a chance to catch up with him today and talk to him about his journey to the crew. You made your debut a couple of years ago with Seattle. What have you learned over the last couple of years? You got a lot of action in 19 with Seattle. You were a part of the the 60-game season last year as well. And I think you made 46 appearances last year also. So you've been able to get a lot of big league experience over the last couple of years. What have you learned and how have you grown over those two years? Uh, I've definitely learned a lot about, um, first of all, just kind of the, the differences between the minor leagues and the big leagues. Um, I've learned a lot about myself as a player, um, just kind of the day in and day out grind, what it takes in order to be successful at the big league level. And um, I've yet to figure it out, but every day is an adjustment and just learning from a lot of great teammates, guys like Kyle Seeger um, with the Mariners organization. He was a, a huge mentor of mine. And now coming into this clubhouse, there's just a lot of great dudes on this team as well that uh, provide a lot of knowledge like Colton Wong and Christian Yelich, guys that are proven at the big league level, just kind of leaning on those guys and learning from those guys um, and just see what makes them successful. And, you know, that's always a, a big part. And, 
uh, being successful at the big league level. This year for you, you come into spring, you're feeling good, and then the injury happens, and it, and it set you back, obviously. How frustrating was it? And obviously, you worked really hard to get yourself back to this point now. Yeah, it was very disappointing. Um, I had a lot of uh, a lot of lonely days by myself where, you know, I was, um, you know, it was hard. Um, with me and my family, we came into the Brewers organization with nothing but excitement. And, um, you know, and it slowly came crashing down pretty quick, like first or second day of camp. Um, you know, I got put on the 60-day DL, and I knew it was going to be a tough battle to get back on the field. Um and yeah, but, you know, every day I just had the goal in mind of getting to Milwaukee and taking each each and every day uh, within its own and just trying to get better every single day. And I credit the, the team in Arizona, uh, guys like Blair Bundy, who run the rehab show in, uh, in Arizona. They do a great job over there and they handled everything like pros. And, you know, I couldn't be more thankful to those guys to get me back on the field. Tim, minor league camp started later this year than normal, obviously. It started basically when the big league camp ended. How did that help you through that process a little bit? Because at least there were other guys on campus, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there were some guys that were also injured with me. And, you know, we were kind of working as a team, doing it together. Um, so it definitely made it a lot easier having some, some faces there and people you can work alongside with uh, to keep you a little bit more sane. Um, but it was uh, – it was definitely a process, but again, just thankful that um, thankful that I was able to get through it and get healthy. Tim, you, you're now at the big league level. You're with the crew, and you've been able to have an impact almost right out of the gate. What have you, what have you kind of observed about this group of guys in this clubhouse and, and the reason why they're winning at such a great clip right now? Well, I think the biggest thing is that's all they focus on is winning. Um, everybody pulls on the same side of the rope and it's, it's something I really haven't been a part of. Um, it's, it's so cool to watch when you see, you know, 25 or 26 guys, whatever it may be, you know, including staff all with the same goal in mind. And that's winning. It's all anybody cares about in this clubhouse is winning, which is awesome to see. Um, everybody's willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Everybody leans on each other and in, in those big pressure times. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. You see just the crowd being only at 50% capacity and they're going nuts. They're pulling us alongside with us. So, I mean, you have thousands of people pulling on one side of the rope. It's, it's really, really cool. And I mean, the Milwaukee Brewers fans have just been awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Cause you, you debut in front of the home fans and it's only 50% right now. Wait until you see it at hundred percent. This place, they love their baseball. They love their brewers, and they, they support this team at an unbelievable rate. It's really a lot of fun to be around, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. Oh, you can see it. It's, um, I, I just remember when I ran on the field for the first time, you know, you just hear the – they're different. Um, these fans are different, and it's not even full yet. So I'm excited to see once it is, and, I mean, I'm sure my heart's going to be jumping, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Brewers are averaging 5.6 runs per game in the month of June. They are 9-2 and two this month. Those two things go hand-in-hand. Hand. That's not a coincidence. Jace Peterson is another name that has helped contribute to some of those big games offensively and some of the big games defensively, too, from the crew. He's had some big moments in some big spots, and with injuries to Colton Wong, Tyrone Taylor, and Lorenzo Cain, he's played all over the diamond over the course of the last couple of weeks. 
Late last week, I had a chance to catch up with him and talk to him about his role with the crew. Let's break it down. Uh, Jace, first and foremost, you get the call up. That's how this business works, and you get thrown right into it. Uh, but what a game for you yesterday against the Reds, coming up big with three RBIs. That had to feel really good to contribute the way that you did right out of the gate. Yeah, in this game, you definitely got to be ready, and you never know. I feel like um, I was told a long time ago when I first came up, and I've told the story quite a bit now, actually. But I, uh, my, the year I made my debut in 14, I, I played against the Phillies, and just from getting on base and got there, talked to Ryan Howard, he was playing first, and uh, Ryan Howard had told me, I tell you right now, Jason, congratulations on your on your debut and, and this first year that you get to be here. But if in this game, if I can tell you one thing, if it makes sense, it doesn't make sense. And uh, I feel like that that is a lot of how baseball is, especially just in the way you can be up and down here and there, city to city. You kind of just got to take it for what it is and, and try to be ready to work whenever your number's called. So as far as the game, you know, I had runners on and I, I really feel like Willie came up with a huge hit and then um, – I was able to, to – I feel like I like my swing. Got a little lucky with the, with the ball kind of dropping in there, but that's part of the game. And was able to come up with a couple stakes and definitely kind of bridge – make the gap a little bit bigger. So, it, it's always good when you can contribute, especially right off the bat. Um, obviously, losing a guy like Travis hurts the team for sure. He's um, not only a great player but a great teammate. And I know we're going to miss him for sure, but hopefully he's still able to kind of do his rehab stuff here and, and, and heal here in Milwaukee because – um, he's definitely a big part of this team, and we wouldn't have been in the position we are now without him. Jace, you were swinging it pretty well before the injury, and you had to go back and, and rehab everything with the cryotherapy on thumb. You, you were starting to – it looked like get into a little bit of a groove. You played well in San Diego in that series. Uh, the thumb's been a little bit of a frustrating thing for you this year, but it seems like you've been able to manage it the best that you can. Yeah, um, I think – from really from spring training until that point in San Diego, it definitely was still kind of lingering and we couldn't really get ahead of it. Um, but I think getting that second treatment, taking some more time off and then going back and doing my rehab assignment in Nashville basically was I would play a day, sit a day, play a day, sit a day um, type program. And I was able to kind of get ahead of it and stay on top of it. Um, right now it feels pretty good and, and I haven't had any setbacks in a while. So I'm um, looking forward to continuing to kind of stay on top of it and, and manage it and, Hopefully, I think I think it's pretty much I can I can say it's pretty much behind me and just continuing to try to stay on it and keep it going. I, I always remember last year during summer camp, Pat Murphy telling me about you. He's just a ball player. He's just a baseball player. And I, I think in so many ways that that's as good of a compliment as anybody can give somebody. Right. Like the meaning of that was he does all the little things right. He respects the game. He understands what he has to do every day when he comes to the ballpark to get himself ready to go. He understands what his role is with the team. Like to me, that's like the highest compliment you can give somebody. Would you, would, would you agree? Does it feel good to hear somebody say that about you? Yeah, it, it, it always does feel good. Um, when, when your coaching staff, teammates, peers, work, work partners, whatever the case may be, um, speak highly of you and, and have confidence in your ability. Um, it, it always does mean a lot and goes a long way. Um, for me, I just, I was fortunate enough to, to come up at a time where I was around a lot of those veterans who, who did those things that I could kind of see and draw from and pick from and kind of just watch them and observe the way they went about their day and their professionalism and just tried to do my best to implement that in my game. And that's kind of honestly what, I, what I've tried to do. And I, I, there's a lot of things in this game that we can't control, but the one thing we can't control is 
showing up on time, being a professional, and that's can be said in any any workspace that you might be in or, or any career that you might be in. Um, and that's something that I try to do on a day in and day out basis. And then obviously do the work to prepare for each game and go out and play the game. And, and sometimes they're good games, sometimes they're bad. I mean, you're you're when you're playing a game like this, you lay it off on the line every day and you're going up against the best in the world that get paid to get you out and get paid to make plays against you. And it's a fun competitive environment and it's the best in the world. So some days are good. Some days are bad, but at the end of the day, if you're being a pro and, and preparing the right way and going about your business and, and work the right way, I think that uh, it's always, it always ended up working out. Well, Jace, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for giving us some time. It's been fun seeing you make the impact that you've made already in the 2021 season. Can't wait to see what's in store for you in the weeks and months ahead as well. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Checking in on the farm. All right, let's check in on the farm. The Nashville Sound sitting at 24 in 11. Jamie Westbrook had a big week for Indianapolis. He went 11 for 25. Bowden Francis had his best AAA start uh, so far. That came on Friday. Seven innings pitch, no runs, one hit, six strikeouts. He is uh, a, a name to watch for the Brewers for sure. He was the Brewers minor league pitcher of the month for the month of May, along with Taylor Floyd. Uh, Sounds offense is really good. They sit in the top five in the league in runs, home runs, OPS. And, of course, the big name we're watching in Nashville is left-hander Aaron Ashby, who was pitching very well in the rotation. He has since been moved to the bullpen. Brewers taking a look at him. Maybe he can help the big league club before it's all said and done here in 2021. He's made a couple of outings out of the pin. They haven't gone maybe as well as he would have liked, but he's getting a lot of strikeouts. He has 42 strikeouts now in 31 and two-thirds innings pitched. I had a chance to catch up with him in Nashville to get his take on where things are at right now for the young left-hander. Aaron Ashby, Brewers prospect, has gotten off to a really nice start in Nashville. And last night, Aaron, you pitched out of the bullpen for the first time this year. How did it feel? And and is there a little bit of an adjustment to be made when you're coming out of the pen? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it felt better than I thought it was going to. Um, the first inning was a little bit shaky. Um, I think I got to learn a routine that kind of feels more like a starter's routine and the uh, bullpen as far as coming out that first inning. Um, when I was able to go back in the dugout and sit down for is we had a short inning, but I was able to sit down for three minutes and I was kind of able to get my nerves under control. And then the second inning went a lot smoother. So um, that was kind of a good learning experience for that second inning. And um, I'm back out of the bullpen again on Sunday for another scheduled two innings. So um, just it's going to be a game of adjustments right now, um, as baseball always is. But um, I was I was happy with how it went and what I learned from it. Aaron, the long term plan for you, I believe, is still to be a starting pitcher. But this is one of those things that could help you impact the big league club a little sooner, not unlike the Brewers did with Corbin Burns, correct? Absolutely. Um, and they, they've made that clear that um, they see me as a starter uh, long term, which is nice. That's uh, what I've grown up my whole life doing and what I love doing. But um, anything I can do to help that help that team up there and uh, win some games is, is absolutely what I'm going to do. So absolutely. 
we've talked a lot in the past, Aaron, about what last year was like. It was a different year for everybody, especially guys in the minor leagues. There was no season. So you're at the alternate site and you're getting the work in that you can get done. And for some guys, it was a great thing because you're able to work on things and really focus on the development side of your game, whatever that may be. But at the same time, for guys like you now, you're jumping a level and you're, you're in triple A. You were in high A the last time you were on the mound in an actual season. What's that adjustment been like so far? Um, it's it, the first couple games is kind of something to get used to. Um, as far as, you know, just the nerves of being, you know, knowing that I, you know, did skip that level. Am I ready to be here? Um, I know everyone around me believes it's just believing it yourself. So, um, that, that was one of the main things. And then, um, of course the whole alternate site and instructional league, um, and having those innings under my belt last year and having that success in spring training, um, all kind of helps with, you know, being ready for this level but um yeah it's been a been a little bit of adjustment but um it's been it's been a lot of fun we talk a lot in this business about feedback the kind of feedback you get when you're on the mound from the hitters and that's where the advantage of the alternate site probably comes into play for you is that you were getting feedback from guys that had been in the big leagues which is and and doing it without maybe the same kind of pressure you would have if you would have gone straight to triple a last year yeah, absolutely. Facing those guys that are alternate side, um, all of our top hitters and um, guys that we had there was really cool. It's 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 really cool to get instant feedback. Like you know, you're throwing against someone, and you can kind of like, hey, like, did you did that tunnel right? Did everything yeah. come out like in the middle of the at bat? It's kind of is is really a very unique experience that um, we we were lucky to have, honestly. How have you enjoyed Nashville so far? It's, you know, the Brewers are back in Nashville for their AAA affiliate. And, and I got to imagine you guys love being back in Nashville. Yeah. Nashville's really darn cool. Um, a lot of, a lot of really good food. Um, barbecue being from Kansas city is one of my favorites. And there's actually a barbecue place here. That's uh, pretty comparable to all of the top, top places in Kansas city. It's called Puckets. Uh, it's like a 10 minute walk from my apartment. So I, um, uh, any chance I get, I, I go down there. <laughs> <laughs> you're a smart man. That's just, that's just, that's just being smart. That's all that is. You're already acting like you're yeah. in the big leagues with uh, some of the decisions you're making from that standpoint. You, you have a chance to, to be around a lot of the guys that are going up and down over the course of this year already. How closely are you paying attention to what the big league club is doing right now? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I like to keep my eye on things and, you know, kind of see what all the guys are doing. Obviously, um, became close with a few of those guys up there, um, Devin and spring training, obviously. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I keep an eye, I keep an eye on things up there. Well, it sounds good. We appreciate you giving us some time. Congrats on a great start to the year for you. And hopefully we'll see you up here in the, in the future. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, Lane. And a big thanks to Aaron Ashby for joining me here on Brewers on Tap. The Biloxi Shuckers are 13-23. and 23. Bryce Terang had a 15-game hitting streak. It got snapped on Saturday, but 
Big deal for the Brewers. He's hitting 295 on the year going into Sunday's action. Ethan Small had a big night Saturday night. He struck out 12 in a career-long six and two-thirds innings. He really has pitched well lately for the Biloxi Shuckers. And uh, I think another guy you need to really lock in on when you're talking about the Brewers' prospects and guys that could be moving uh, over the course of this summer. Wisconsin Timber Rattlers sit at 18-18. and 18. They had a no-hitter this past week. Justin Bullock was making his high-A debut, and he pitched very well. He threw five no-hit innings. Carlos Luna then tossed the final four innings for Wisconsin. He allowed an unearned run, but that was it. And it was a no-hitter for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. They've got a couple of names to really watch there. Javon Ward had a 17-game hitting streak. That ended on Saturday. David Hamilton had a 12-game streak of scoring at least one run. He has been unbelievably good on the base pass. And, of course, the big name Garrett Mitchell, who had an eight-game hitting streak coming into Sunday's action. Corey Howell, by the way, was named the High A Player of the Month for the month of May and the Brewers Minor League Player of the Month for the month of May. Carolina's 21-14. and 14. Felix Valerio is a guy that we need to be paying attention to. He went four for four on Saturday night with a double and two walks and reached safely in all six of his plate appearances. He has... Total hits in 18 of his last 19 games, and he's hit safely in nine straight, including a home run on Sunday for Felix Valerio. Joe Gray's another guy that is just having a huge month. He was the Brewers Minor League Player of the Month along with Howell for the month of May. He came into Sunday's action with a 304 average with 10 home runs and 40 driven in. That's a look down on the farm. Brewers have some prospects doing some really impressive stuff. Hey, a reminder, still have the ability to get tickets to reopening day coming up on June 25th. We want to see you out here at American Family Field. It is going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be 80s weekend here at the ballpark. We're going to have Paul Molitor uh, in the ballpark over the course of the weekend. It should be so much fun. Can't wait to see you out here as the Brewers have their second opening day of the 2021 season. That's going to do it for us, Brewers and Reds, getting ready to start up a series, and then the crew goes on a road trip, Colorado and Arizona. Be safe, everybody. Stay healthy and go crew. I'm Lane Grindle. Brewers.